0: know
1: it's yeah. andrea andrea yes. oh i was totally gonna say andrea yeah
0: everybody does okay. andrea andrea <laughs> <Like> <laughs> Okay. the whitest cool. way you I say your, your last
1: name russet Ru- russet like a russet oh my potato. god i totally got it wrong <laughs> <laughs> I was andrea like andrea russet, R- russet. yep <laughs> okay andrea russet <laughs> yes uh how's la la
0: yeah it's a lot and very during different, a pandemic uh, very different from indiana i grew up in indiana oh
1: indiana yeah right
0: middle of nowhere
1: Where's that? That's like in the exactly. middle? Is that in the middle? Is that like more? It's
0: Midwest. <laughs> Midwest. Do you know where Chicago is? Yeah. So it's like three out. Hour- if, if you're in Chicago, you drive three hours down. What's in there? A lot of corn. Really? Amish people.
1: Were you like in a small town?
0: It's the second largest girl. city, but it, I mean, that's not saying much. Mm-hmm. It's pretty small. It's pretty small. We had a lot of Amish people.
1: Really? Like our,
0: our parking lots had stables for horses. W- wow. That's my favorite fact to tell people. That's
1: pretty cool, actually. <laughs> it's
0: not. It smells like horse poop.
1: Really? It seems very... <laughs> Very country, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Were you into that lifestyle, the country lifestyle, outdoors, no. I bet? No. That's no. why
0: I moved to LA. I moved a week after I turned 18. I just got out of there as quick really? as I
1: could. Really? What were you doing at the time? Were you, like, doing YouTube at the time?
0: I was doing YouTube. I started YouTube when I was, like, 13. So I was, like... Oh, really? A wee tot. Um, that was... U-
1: wow. Because you're 25 now, so 13 was... It was YouTube back then?
0: I know. Well, it was, I mean, nobody was making money. It was yeah. like, the sh- the very like when Shane beginning. Dawson was like the uh-huh. only one on there. It was like the very beginning. But yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, what was it like? Why did he start making videos?
0: It was mostly out of boredom. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm being honest, I started because Justin Bieber was on YouTube. And I was like, I want to be his girlfriend. <laughs> um, and he held a contest that was like, if you make a music video uh-huh. to my first single, you could win a chance to meet me. And so I put my heart and soul into that video for three weeks, and I didn't win. But the video blew up, so I just, like, did kept it, making it. Did it actually? Up. Got three million views, which oh, at the wow. time. wow. That's
1: a lot for back then. That's, yeah. like, very big. I
0: remember I woke up, and it had, like, a thousand views, and I was like, Justin Bieber's my boyfriend. He's going to see this, and we're going to fall. You got up. three
1: million, and you didn't win? No. <sighs> That, that sucks.
0: I'm not bitter at all. <laughs>
1: Is that video still up? Yeah. Yeah? It's painful. Oh my God, that's so funny. That's so old too. That's such an old video. So you just kept going after that? You're like, okay, I'll just keep going?
0: Yeah, so I started just making more music videos, then started vlogging, and then the local like Top 40 radio station in my hometown found my YouTube channel, and they're like, you're insane. You should be on the radio. So I started working at the radio, and then from there, it just snowballed. So like, wait,
1: how old were you? Like 14?
0: I was 15 oh, when 15. I started working at the radio station. Wow, what did you do? I was interviewing like One Direction. Are you serious? Ed Sheeran. I was that bitch. Wow,
1: <laughs> from that one video?
0: And then I'd show up at school the next day and be like, hey guys, hey what did you do over the weekend?
1: One Direction, I was with One Direction. <laughs>
0: Just casual.
1: Wow, did you actually have 15? That's so cool. First, that was the
0: first and only like job job that I ever had.
1: Oh, really? Since then? Yeah. That's so crazy how that happens. Right? Like, if you become a YouTuber, you totally might not have, like, a normal job for, like, a very long time.
0: Yeah. I never even graduated high school. Really? Never went to a school dance. I was like, I guess this is my life now. Oh, wow.
1: So you just went, like, straight with the YouTube grind? What, what, how far into high school did you get?
0: I went to, like, actual, actual school till my sophomore year, and then I did a year of online school. And all I had left was one year. And I was like, no, eh. no, it's not <laughs> happening.
1: Really? How you, oh, so you're like junior. So you were like, what, 16, 17?
0: Uh, I think I was like 19.
1: Oh, really? But I
0: got, I got held back in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other story. So I was oldest in my grade.
1: Really? Yes. You got held back in kindergarten? How did that happen? Know, That's I possible? Guess.
0: Like, I guess I wasn't coloring in the lines or something. Like, how did
1: that even happen? <laughs> he <They> didn't <laughs> let you go? That, like, That's mean. I that know. is mean. That's actually mean. I was always
0: the oldest kid.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so are you ever going to complete high school?
0: I don't know. I could go get my GED. Mm-hmm. But like... It
1: seems so easy. Like, online school, probably like four months, you'd be fine.
0: It seems easy. I guess so. Because you got to
1: remember everything. Sense.
0: Like geometry, if you put a math problem in front of me, geometry-wise... It's just not happening. No, I know it's just too. Not happening. No, it's not. It's
1: hard. It's hard. I bet because if like if you leave high school even after like one year you come back and like you don't know anything. Oh my god, yeah. And, like to do it online seems like.
0: I mean, you could just Google it. I not, guess. So. Not that I endorse that.
1: No cheating, but Unless. you know. <laughs> wow. So you just like went like you were seventeen and then like YouTube was kind of blowing up, right? How what was what was happening with that?
0: I was when I was working at the radio station. Obviously, those interviews were helping my channel, like, immensely. If I was uploading videos with One channel, Did you One plug Direction. your channel? Oh, yeah. Oh. I uploaded them to my channel. Oh, was it just like,
1: oh, you're interviewing them? Okay, Yeah, cool. so
0: that was really cool. And then from that, I started flying out to LA, like, every weekend and doing things here and there with Awesomeness TV.
1: Mm. And they were big back then. They were huge. Yeah, they were, like, I remember that. That
0: was, like, the channel.
1: Yeah, the um,
0: So, yeah, I started doing that stuff, and I was like, you know what? I really want to just move out here and, like, pursue acting. Mm-hmm. And so I turned 18, and I was like... I'm out.
1: Wow. You were making with money with YouTube by the time?
0: Yeah. So that's when YouTube uh, AdSense monetization mm-hmm. started up. And it wasn't a ton of money, but I was like young. Was it like
1: enough to support yourself? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, cool.
0: and I was being paid by awesomeness. So mm. it was like, I was saving up enough where I could move out.
1: Wow. Entrepreneur, multiple <laughs> incomes. No. Not bad. <laughs> wow. Okay. So then you like, your parents were just cool with it?
0: Yeah. My parents are both very creative people. They're really? both like painters. So they're oh, very wow. much like... Do what you want to do. All like, your
1: dreams. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank
0: God, because I know a lot of people that their parents are like, you're going to college.
1: Yeah. And they just let you. They saw it was up. Yeah. That's so cool. So then you like moved to L.A. like all by yourself. Yeah. Did you know anyone here?
0: Um, I knew Gen X Penn.
1: Oh, my God. She was like an OG, too. Yep. So yeah. we
0: moved in together. Oh, that's so cute. Um, And then I knew all of O2L Uh and, like, that little crew. Mm -hmm. And then once we were here, we all started branching out and meeting other people.
1: Wow. So you moved in with Gen X Pen and, like, well, you guys made videos together, I'm assuming, right? Wow. That must have helped your channel, though.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was awesome. That was, like, such an awesome time.
1: How big was your channel, like, at this time?
0: I think I was close to hitting a million. Mm -hmm. But at that time, it was, like, that was huge. What
1: year was that? That was, like, what, 2014, 2015? Thirteen, fifteen.
0: Fuck, I don't know what could be. Could be. It could, could, it, it could be. one of those. It's one of those. <laughs> one of those sounds so like Awesomeness that TV. Time. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's pretty cool. And then like, what? you just decided you wanted to like go into acting, right? Like, did you get some acting yeah, gigs? Yeah. So
0: I started doing acting. I did the movie Expelled with Cameron Dallas through Awesomeness. I
1: remember that. Yeah, I yeah, remember that. You know. Okay.
0: Um, and then I did a few things here and there, but over time, I just realized that acting wasn't really my passion. Gave me more anxiety.
1: Really. Yeah. You didn't like it?
0: It was cool, but I there was a lot of pressure that came with it and the process of going to auditions and being told no like you're not the look we want, which doesn't mean like you're not good enough, it just means we're looking for a different look, mm-hmm. but it's hard to hear that over and over again. And then the the stuff I did book to see yourself on camera on a big screen and like all these other people just judging it just kind of destroyed my self-esteem.
1: Wow. So I
0: decided to remove myself from that.
1: Wow. Was it, you did not like it at all, really? That's so interesting was it hard like did you have any acting experience or you just like
0: um i didn't have any acting experience i did a few acting classes here and Mm -hmm. there but yeah i just kind of jumped into it oh wow but i i like memorizing things weirdly so i i enjoyed that part and i enjoyed when i was on set and actually working i enjoyed it but it was just like the in between and the pressure of, like, don't fuck this scene up. Like, mm, that, yeah, all the so cameras much pressure. Yeah, the pressure that's is so crazy. crazy.
1: Yeah, like, I imagine, like, it seems fun, right? Like, well, you guys could be like friends and like all that. But then, like, yeah. you have like five cameras on you, directors, the whole yeah. crew's like in and front of exhausting. you.
0: It's exhausting. Like, 12 mm-hmm. hour days, and you're like, on this, high
1: energy. The lights are on mm-hmm. you too. Yeah,
0: exactly. You have to have the same energy for each take. It's like, that's a lot.
1: That seems so crazy, because like, like so many like of us are like, yeah, I want to be an actor, but then like, I'm like do you? Oh, so much work.
0: I'm like the old person that's like, no, you don't, no, kid. You don't. don't
1: do it. I've been through it. Oh wow! Did you like, <laughs> did, like so you like, you watched your own movies?
0: I wasn't going to, and then I watched Expelled. <laughs> I actually didn't even go to the premiere of Expelled. Why not? I skipped out on it because I was like, I don't even want to see this shit, man. I was nervous. I was also, at the time, I didn't like my appearance. I was like a lot heavier then, and I watched it eventually, and it literally just destroyed my self esteem even more. Mm. So then I was like, you know what? I think maybe we're just gonna not do this.
1: Not anymore. do it? Really? Were you proud of like the movies you made?
0: Yeah, I'm. I think I did the best with what I could in the situation I was put into. Mm. I gave it my all. I never half asked anything. But I'm also just like a perfectionist, and yeah. I want everything I do to be like the highest degree it's of like, perfection. Like a
1: very, it's hard to manage it because I think YouTubers like when they go into acting, it's like so much judgment. I mean, mm-hmm. like oh, the bad YouTuber movies and stuff. Yep. Like, did I get to you? Did you get any of that? Oh my
0: gosh, yeah. It was always like oh, just another YouTuber that wants to be an actor, mm-hmm. which gets old. But it's like, what do you expect? It's like you can't do YouTube yeah. forever.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't get why they do that. They're like, you're a YouTuber. Stay in your lane. Like, they expect you to do the same thing. It doesn't make Especially sense.
0: Especially since I've been doing it for 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can you expect anything, anybody to want to do the same thing for 10 years and not burn out or just get over or want to grow and evolve? Do I other feel things. like that's, that's just so unrealistic. Yeah,
1: and like, YouTube is just like a stepping stone, really. Exactly. For, for some reason, people don't realize that. I think that's like your whole life. It's yep. like, you know. And
0: it's just so different now. Like, I mm-hmm. just... YouTube ain't the same when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, how's YouTube now? Oh my god, I know you're getting like so much shit because like you only post sponsored videos. <laughs> oh my god, I like the fact that you admit it, dude. You're like, I'm
0: honest with I, it, okay? I'm yeah. not lying about it. At
1: least you're honest with it. Like, oh my god, the YouTubers that don't even try to hide it. I know. And they come back once you are that like, guy's. I just love I've making videos you for you guys. So much. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also, I'm being paid this one. This
1: is sponsored by <laughs>
0: Yeah, the last video I uploaded, I was like, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, I'm only back because I'm sponsored. You're right, and you're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that was so that was so funny. But like, the comments are flaming you.
0: I know. I don't even read them anymore. Really? I literally upload, log off, and never look again.
1: It's like, oh my god, it's kind of, it's like uploading an Instagram picture, you know? Like, you don't you just you, you upload, upload and then and go run away, and then maybe come back like a <laughs> yeah. week later or something
0: when you're stable enough. uh huh.
1: Yeah. So so what what's that like? What what's happening with YouTube? It's like. Not into it anymore, Bruno. Well,
0: originally, before coronavirus happened, I took a year off of YouTube mm-hmm. to kind of just like focus on music because that's what I'm passionate about and that's what I really want to be doing. Um So this, this year, I had planned to be touring, putting out music, doing shows and stuff like that. But obviously, that can't happen right now. Mm-hmm. So... I've had to kind of go back to YouTube when I need a little cashola, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to be doing it's that. It's expensive and I, in LA. insane. Studios yeah. aren't cheap. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I do feel bad and guilty, but... At the same time, I can't force myself to like upload something when I'm just not feeling it. That's what I will never do mm-hmm. is like force myself to be like, hey guys, what's up? Mm-hmm. Today we're going to be trying this trend. Yeah. And just see the it's misery. It's so draining. In my eyes. Like
1: afterwards, you turn off the camera and you just realize, like,
0: oh, <laughs> right, you <this> is... <laughs> hit record and you're like, oh, <laughs> you just. <sit> yeah. There.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's a lot. So it's like really not like you're just not into it like you're completely like i
0: just feel like i'm not a youtuber anymore Mm. and i also see what youtube is now and i just don't like
1: don't relate to it as much i don't
0: relate to it i see what does well not to say that there isn't a ton of amazing youtubers that put positive things out there that do well but there is a lot of like drama fueled negativity that Mm -hmm. like that's what does well unfortunately and i just can't bring myself to do it
1: yeah and how do you feel about like the quote-unquote like cloud chasers just collaborate you know just to grow each other's channels and like that's it that's superficial
0: i have thankfully i can say this i have never been the person to just collab with someone that i like don't know at all just for their numbers like
1: really that's good
0: yeah i i well it's also like so tra- you can see right through it like really when watching, is it obvious i well i've maybe just because i'm a youtuber so i like know the background of what's actually happening but i feel like when i watch videos i'm like they don't know each other at all <laughs> this mm-hmm. is very awkward for them but wow. yeah very
1: weird because like i guess on camera they always look so so you know friendly and stuff and then mm-hmm. like afterwards they have a fallout and they're like you were just using me for clown it's so like crazy to think wow that whole thing was fake so i guess they are good actors maybe that's why they go into acting
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> you cracked it go
1: yeah maybe that's why so then yeah. you, when did you get into music like have you been into music your whole life
0: i have always loved music Even working at the radio station, I loved every part of it, seeing the artists come in that were just, like, starting off and getting their first radio show. Everything about it I loved. And But I always thought, like, I I can't be a music person. Like, I can't sing. But once I started, like, posting stuff here and there, and people were like, yo, this is really good. You should keep at it. Kind of helped build my confidence a little. And then I would write songs here and there and, like, finally build up the courage and Mm -hmm. show a friend. And they're like, dude, pursue this. And so... Last year, after doing the acting stuff and really just not being happy with it and not being happy with YouTube, I promised myself that I was going to just, like, go for it, try it, and if it fails and I suck at it, fine. At least I can say I tried, and I can't, I don't have that regret of never trying and never knowing. Mm. And so far, so good. Knock on wood. Yeah,
1: how's it going? Like, are you, like, barely starting out? How, how yeah, have you made so any I, songs?
0: we've been writing and recording a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully, I'll have my first single out within a month. Wow that's cool i'm nervous yeah but yeah we're working on an ep
1: an ep yeah. mm, that's exciting it's
0: very exciting very nerve-wracking
1: yeah the thing the cool thing about music is that it just moves so fast you know I Like know. W- you could be releasing your first ep and like maybe like one song blows up like that's I know.
0: it especially with tiktok too you just oh that's it. true so just exciting your- are you on tiktok i'm on tiktok i feel like i'm way too old to be on tiktok but I'm on TikTok,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really cannot believe you're 25. Like I totally I know, thought you were I like, can't 22. Either. Oh my god, what's it like not being a teenager? Like seriously, I, like I can't imagine myself not being a teenager.
0: I feel like, I feel like it's been centuries since I was a teenager. Really? I feel like it's been centuries since I was 21. Like since I could legally drink. I just feel like I, in the last like three or four years, I've just grown and learned so much about life. Wow! I'm a ball of wisdom now.
1: How was it, how were your teenage years? <laughs> were they good? Were they bad? Were they rough? Ball of
0: turmoil. <laughs> <laughs> I was an angsty teen. Really? Yeah, I rebellious? was a kid. So I had oh, like things. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, okay. I was very rebellious. I definitely got. I mean, I was underage, so I didn't get arrested, but like cops took me in all the time for like minors, minor consumptions, and stuff like that. I was definitely a, a rowdy kid.
1: Uh huh. And uh, like what did you ever get like in like serious trouble because of it you know, I, mean, was I was just like i
0: was young enough thankfully that it was like learn from this mm. and do better did
1: you like get better or oh yeah yeah really I mean, what I was... was the change
0: i think it's because i was going to like private catholic high school at the time too oh. yeah <laughs> that exactly. breeds
1: evil yes. <laughs> ironically I'm uh-huh.
0: and yeah i was like closeted at the time too uh-huh. and i was a very creative person in a school full of like very conservative like buttoned up people and Mm. I just didn't belong. And so I was lashing out in other ways, I feel like.
1: Wow. That's interesting. Very ironic Mm that Christian schools. So you came out like, what, a year ago? Um, Two years?
0: Either a year and a half or might be coming up on two years.
1: Mm, You're bisexual, right? Yes. How was that whole experience?
0: It was uh, a lot. Mm. I came out to my parents because it was like a, a fucked up situation. I came out to my parents because my roommate that I was living with, with my best friend for like four years, randomly told me that I'm going to hell for being bisexual a week after, a week before she was moving back to Chicago. Wow. And I was like,
1: oh, what? <laughs> you told her, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: But she knew for years, but she waited until she was moving away to tell, I don't know. The whole okay. thing's fucked up. So I was like freaking out. I was having a mental breakdown. I was also a little tipsy at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I called my mom and I was like, hey, I'm bisexual. Also, this just happened. What do I do? So
1: That is brave. That was a lot. How, well, how did your mom react? Was she supportive? Or oh, not? of
0: course. Yeah, my mom and dad are super supportive, super accepting. My sister- when it came out to her i was like hey i'm bisexual and she was like hey me too <laughs> i was like bet all this time
1: <laughs> that's so cool yeah, that's like awesome. the best feeling i have bet was so relieving awesome. comforting oh yep. my gosh wow <laughs> how did you figure out that you were bisexual
0: it took a while because where i grew up and obviously going to private catholic school i didn't even know that bisexual was a thing mm. i thought it was either you're straight or you're gay and because i still was attracted to guys. I was like, all right, okay, this is okay. I'm not gay because I still like guys, but she's really pretty. (laughs) What's going on with that? (laughs) And then when I moved to LA and I was around more people that were like open-minded and very vocal about their sexuality, it helped me understand. And there was a lot of just like self-exploration and just like reading other people's stories. And then I was like, all right, yeah, that sounds like me.
1: And like, Oh wow! So you came out when you were in L.A., right? Yeah, dude, that was like at the peak of the coming out stories too, I know. right? I was
0: like, let me, let me. In on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's cool. Was there like was there besides you know that one girl that said you should go to hell? Was there anyone else that was like you know not about <laughs>
0: that? Um, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's always people that are like give their opinion that is never asked for, mm-hmm. but I just don't really look that much. I got so many overwhelming messages of support and just like you helped me come to terms with my sexuality that it was like any negativity i saw was just like didn't even matter
1: right so nothing like too major besides that that's nice yeah yeah because it it could get pretty bad i don't know with sexuality but like you're so lucky that you have supportive parents yeah like
0: i do not take that for granted mm -hmm. at all
1: yeah that is that is like big so i know you've like openly talked about like mental illness right like what what did you struggle with and what do you still struggle with if there's any
0: i have hella anxiety Really? Yeah, hello, anxiety. My both my mom and dad struggle with anxiety and depression, so I got both of them in the basket.
1: Oh wow! Um,
0: but I've also had paranoia for a while because my house was broken into mm. while I was home. Mm-hmm. So
1: um, really, how old were you?
0: It was. That
1: was too casual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like,
0: yeah, I was locked in the bathroom <laughs> I, on the phone. Yeah, and I was like, why? What's
1: up? <laughs> what 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 happened?
0: Um, it was two years ago, maybe three at this point. Um. It was like nine in the morning and I'm assuming people think that people are at work, but because I'm a degenerate YouTuber, I'm home all day. Okay. (laughs) And so they smashed in the front door, which was all glass and I heard glass shattering. So I like ran into my bathroom and locked the door and called 911 and I heard people like running through the house, ripping TVs off the walls and that kind of stuff. So because of that, I did not sleep for more than like two hours at a time. I could only sleep when the sun was up and I couldn't go and I still kind of can't really go. Places where there's big crowds. It just freaks me out. Mm. But I couldn't go to movie theaters for a while. It just like that fear because of that, I just never felt safe anywhere. So I had a lot of paranoia. That's
1: kind of interesting though because you didn't feel safe when you were around people, which you would think you wouldn't feel safe alone.
0: I just – my mind went into like the panic of everybody wants to do something bad. And I also Mm. got this irrational fear of like there's like going to be a shooter everywhere I go. I don't know why that Mm -hmm. stemmed from that, but it just like – so that spiraled, but I have been in therapy for that, and I that's feel good. like I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> that's
1: good. That's good. Wow. What's, yeah. like? So you just felt like – is it similar to anxiety, or is it like a totally different
0: it's, – It's like an anxiety times 10 mm. because, for example, I went to a movie theater, or I mean, I feel like that's a common fear. I went to the DMV, and I was in line waiting to get up to the desk, and I saw someone who just like made eye contact with me like one too many times, And my mind went into the panic of, like, he has a gun and he's looking at me because he wants to, like, hurt me or, like, this is an unsafe situation. I need to leave. I need to go. And it just, like, spirals. Mm -hmm. It just spirals into, like, the most irrational thoughts.
1: And you can't control it. Like you yeah. can't like bring yourself out of it.
0: That time, that's when I was in therapy, like intense, intense. And so I was able to like, be like, you know what? We're just going to stick it out. Nothing bad is going to happen. And nothing bad did happen. Mm-hmm. I got my license that day. <laughs> <laughs> so it was worth it.
1: Yeah, that's good. And then like, what about anxiety? What is, how did you figure out you have it? And like, what was that? How was that?
0: I always knew that I had anxiety because my mom and dad would talk about it a lot. And I was like, I feel that. But actually this last like year and a half, I've really understood anxiety more mm-hmm. because I feel like it, it was kind of taken up a notch, e- especially with the pandemic stuff. Cause I'm a hypochondriac, <laughs> we mm. got a bag of issues. <laughs> um, and so my anxiety has just been super high because of that. And it's, it's been a lot. What
1: does it feel like?
0: It feels like panicky and also like I can't stop my brain from like thinking a million things at once like you know when you just want to like pause it and have a moment and be like you're good. Hmm. That feels impossible. Do
1: you what do you feel like? do you feel like a pain in like your tight chest like a butterflies in chest, your stomach?
0: definitely tight chest. But mostly for me it's mostly mental where mental. I'm like I can't like even I can look at something and I not even know what I'm looking at because I'm so consumed with what's happening in my mind. I'm just like not present. Really? It's a lot.
1: Wow, how do you deal with that? Is it like
0: um I originally was prescribed anxiety medication but I actually decided to not go with the medication because I wanted to really give myself the opportunity to like dive into therapy and like meditation and like try these other natural routes before I go into medication just cuz for me personally not a huge fan of without
1: it. having to get like rely on it mm-hmm. I don't
0: ever want to have to rely yeah. on something and so I've been working really hard with, like, that kind of stuff. And I feel like it's it's really helped me. I've been reading a lot of self-help books. I'm on a self-help train right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. You, How long have you been going to therapy?
0: Um, I was going on and off for a while. Uh-huh. And then I stopped. And then I picked it back up right when the pandemic started. So uh-huh. I was doing Zoom sessions. But I did Zoom. this kind of therapy. It was, like, EMDR, I think. It's those letters. They might be rearranged. But it's sensory. Mm. It's, it's meant for trauma. It, it's meant to rewrite your memories so you remember them differently and you're not, like, triggered every time you have a memory. And so I did that with the break-in stuff. And oh, wow. It's crazy. How, it does, really how does that work?
1: What happened?
0: You close your eyes and, like, there's different ones, but I do, like, the tapping. So, like, you'll close your eyes, think of the memory, talk about what you're feeling. It's all about mindfulness. Like, what are you feeling? What are you thinking about? And then, like, you think about the worst part and then you rewrite it with the good part and you tap that in sounds crazy but i'm telling you it, it works. works
1: isn't it crazy how it's all in your mind like I all of this know. just the way you think about it
0: your mind is crazy mm-hmm. it's it, kind of awesome though
1: yeah you could do whatever you want like it could either make it like it, so much worse or so much better yeah that's cool so you just like basically because i'm assuming if you think about bad memory you relive it mm-hmm. right
0: i mean everybody's different but for me when I thought about, like, the break-in, for example, if I really thought about it, I could bring myself back to that state of, like, I am unsafe and I need to get out of wherever I am. But mm. now when I think about it, like, how I just brought it up casually, mm. it's like that's – it doesn't have that effect on me anymore. I'm mm. like, yeah, that happened and that was insane. Yeah. But it's – it doesn't control my, my life and the way I act every day.
1: Do you think, like – just the fact that you talk about it more often helps you just, like, kind of, like, process it?
0: Definitely. With everything, too. Break in a- anything in my life. The more I talk about it, the more... Or the less shocking it is, too. Because it's, mm-hmm. like, the more you talk about something, the more normal it is and the more casual it becomes, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's, like, very weird, but, yeah. like, it works somehow. <laughs> so, you also deal with depression, right? Yes. How th- when did that start?
0: Um, I remember being in, like... Seventh or eighth grade, and being like, "I am really sad, and I have no reason to be." Medical but I
1: depression, did, yeah, so started. Uh huh. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I never really understood it because my my parents didn't really talk about depression as much as anxiety. Mm-hmm. But I knew they both had it. Um, I didn't really understand depression until I moved out to LA, and really, honestly, reading about it, watching YouTube videos of other people talking about their struggles, mm-hmm. helped me understand my own.
1: Mm. That was great. What did you feel Did you like it was just like really bad depression, very deep? Or?
0: Yeah, I I can go like I feel like it's it was waves for me. I mean, the last 3 months I've been the healthiest mentally I've ever been because I've just been really on my shit about like making sure I'm doing every everything I do is working towards bettering my mental health rather than taking away from it. I've been mm-hmm. like super super so, aware. So like of you that. were
1: struggling since like middle school up until like Yeah, I mean, ups and downs. Ups and downs, right. But
0: in April, I had a really, really, really bad depressive episode where it was like, my best friend was calling my mom in Indiana, being like, I'm worried about her. Mm -hmm. And so after that, I woke up and I was kind of like, it's either I make a change and like really start to better this, or I just say, Mm -hmm. fuck it and just keep living like this. Mm. And so thankfully- I found the strength and I was like, you know what? We're just going to like.
1: How did you find that? Was it just like you just decided, okay, it's going to happen? Dude, it
0: was hard. I'm Uh not going to lie. Because at the time too, I was doing a lot of self-medicating. I was smoking and drinking a ton, far too much. And I wasn't enjoying it, but it was easier than admitting that I needed to like put the work in and figure my shit out. But my parents and my friends were like so, so there for me and so supportive. And that really encouraged me to be like. All right, let's do it.
1: Wow, you ever feel like you wasted your life just being sad?
0: Mm, there's definitely times when I think about middle school where I'm like, "Damn, but I also feel like everything that I've done has led me to where I am now mm. and and having those stories and emotions that I've like felt it it makes it easier for me to empathize with people and understand people better because I feel like I can relate more.
1: You obviously made like a pretty like big. Instagram post yes. a while back, right? What, what was that?
0: So I posted that the day before my birthday, so like a month ago, almost exactly a month ago, where I talked about um, in April, that night where I was like, where my best friend had to call my mom and be like, hey, we're worried.
1: Really? Um, what happened that night?
0: Um, I was just really, I was in the worst depression I've ever been, and I was like drunk and saying some reckless things and just caused a lot of worry. And it was not good. But at the same time, I'm like, so I don't know if thankful is the right word, but I feel like it had to happen for me to be where I am now. Mm. Like, I feel like you, you have, to have to reach to, your lowest. Yeah, you have to hit rock bottom before you ha- you're going to be ready to be like, all right, I need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately.
1: And, and that night, like, it was just like really. That bad. was rock
0: bottom for sure.
1: <laughs> like, in some r- real danger there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And you told your friends that you were the- they were the ones that you were texting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: I, like, turned off my location. I was like, oh, it was not good. It was not good. Mm-hmm.
1: So but, what happened? Like, you did, like your friends came over? Yeah, like, my friends came over. You?
0: My mom called me. And it immediately, like, I s- snapped back to reality. And I was like, I can't be acting like this or saying these things. Like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? Because depression really does. It just, like, it alters your reality. And it can totally change the way you think. And it's just crazy. It's crazy.
1: No, yeah. Like, you, you're in the moment like you're totally do you ever feel like in your mind like you know you shouldn't be saying that yet you still say it Yep, like you're kind of aware you're in that state but you just can't get out of it it's like
0: the rational side of you is like deep deep back in the head but the the depression is just like so much stronger and louder at the time that it's just like speaking i just
1: i don't care i'm just gonna say it yeah yeah it's a real thing so then like I'm assuming you decided to like open up about that. Like yeah, what inspired I, that?
0: I had never I had never talked to my parents or even my closest friends that deeply about like even my darkest depression. So that night and then following like two weeks, I had to be really honest and just be like, this is what I'm feeling. I don't want to be feeling this way. Let's figure out something we can do to like fix this. And then after a couple months had passed, I decided I wanted to post that on my birthday because I had originally planned to not make it to that birthday. And so that birthday was just like really special to me. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. I'd love to share this. And I felt like enough time had passed and I had talked about it enough where it wasn't as, like I could talk about it without being like, affected as much. Mm-hmm. It was more something I was proud to work past rather than something I was ashamed of.
1: Mm-hmm. So you just like, that's cool that you were open about it.
0: And it's it was so worth it to be open about it. The mm-hmm. messages I got afterwards, were just incredible. Like so many people were like I needed to hear this. This made me feel like I can get out of my depression. Like it was just crazy.
1: Yeah. I think that's like the the best part about being vulnerable is that it's like such a high risk but high reward, you oh my know? God, like yeah. you're putting yourself out there but like the messages you get is like l- literally people trusting you with like their deep secrets yes. cuz they understand you. Yes. It's mm-hmm. so crazy.
0: The the day after my birthday, I woke up and I was just like reading through messages laying in bed. And I was, like, crying. I was, like, this is so crazy. Like, these people are telling me their, like, deepest, darkest thoughts, just trusting me with that. And I was, like, wow, this is, like, like, it it, it gave me a really happy feeling of, like, knowing that I could have potentially, like, help someone.
1: Yeah. And you also just feel closer with your followers. Like, you feel yes. like they know you. You yes. know them. Yes, I literally,
0: like, just want to hug them all. They're, like, yeah, children.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's so cool. Yeah, like. <laughs> like we're pretty open on our podcast about our yeah. problems like the messages we get like make it so worth it like so sometimes it. like do you ever get these moments where you kind of like want to delete everything off the internet like this like it just gets every day like, no 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 i can't do this everyone's watching me you yeah. know oh yeah but then like you see one message you're like actually you kind of remember why yep. you wanted to stay up there yeah so i don't know that makes it really worth it i'm so glad you decided to share that me too and like i think it, i think it's empowering really
0: oh my god yeah it feels I, I even said this on twitter it felt like i was taking my life back by posting that like it wasn't this dark secret that i felt like i needed to hide from and not let anybody know mm-hmm. it was more of like this is a part of what makes me who i am and mm-hmm. i'm not embarrassed or ashamed by it i'm empowered by it
1: exactly you think there was ever a certain point in your life where like you didn't like sharing that side and you like showing like, oh, positive only, positive. Weirdly, only.
0: I've always been super vulnerable online. Like it, I think it started on Tumblr. I was a big, tu- big Tumblr gal mm-hmm. and Tumblr was just all a bunch of emo kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was.
0: So I thrived on Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it started there and I just always kept that up because also growing up in Indiana and not really having a lot of friends, that was my outlet of where I could go to talk to people and express myself because I didn't really feel like I had anywhere else to do it. So I just got comfortable doing that.
1: Sharing your personal problems on Tumblr. I was
0: like, what's up, strangers? You want to hear about my trauma?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that is like the early internet. That was all it was.
0: (laughs) Tumblr. Mm -hmm. Tumblr especially. (laughs) Mm Want to hear what keeps me up at night? (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) It goes viral, the post. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, good stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that's cool. You were never like just positive only. Do you think – what do you think about that? Like the the YouTubers and like – Influencers are just like positive vibes only, only that I'm never sad, only positive. I think
0: there's pros and cons because like obviously it's good to just like only talk about positive stuff, Mm -hmm. but also at the same time, there's like a fine line of portraying unrealistic lifestyles. Nobody's happy all the time. And if you're only looking at people that come off as happy all the time, and you're not, then you start to be like, "Well, why am I not like that? What's wrong with me?" Mm. So I think there should be a happy balance.
1: Yeah, I think fully positive sends the wrong message. It's like I get the intention, but yeah. you know, it's like, like you said, you know, if they're always positive, you'll just start to compare yourself. Like, are they never sad? Maybe something's wrong exactly, with me. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Especially younger kids that are like more impressionable, and they think yep. like positive only. They like start thinking like, "Oh, I can't be sad then." Yeah. So. That's why I think it's important we're all vulnerable, and, like, I'm glad you're taking part of that because I think that's going to be, like, the next phase of the internet. Like, yep. it's making a comeback from, like, the Tumblr Let's days. Let's go, Tumblr! Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's coming back with the vulnerability. <laughs> oh, man. But, so now I'm assuming you said you're doing better, right? You're going to a lot of therapy.
0: Yep. And
1: yep. would you recommend therapy?
0: I love therapy. Some people
1: think it doesn't work.
0: I think everybody should go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think therapy works, get a new therapist, maybe, or... Try something else. I don't know. I think there's plenty different forms of therapy that don't always include a therapist. Like for me, therapy is like going to the beach and journaling or reading a book. Like that is therapeutic to me. Mm -hmm. I think you have to like try different things out and see what gives your mind peace or what brings you back down to earth and centers you because everybody's different.
1: Yeah. Did you ever have a bad therapist?
0: I had a bad psychiatrist. Who just wanted What's the to? Difference? They can prescribe medication. Okay. okay and yeah. she just wanted to like put me on a ton of medication, and I kept telling her I was like I don't want to like rely on medicine. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Well, I don't know what to tell you. I was like, Well, I don't know what to tell you. Bye.
1: <sighs> so they're like separate from like a therapist. Yeah. It's not like one and the same. Mm, okay. Yeah. Wow. What are your What are your coping methods?
0: Um, I read a lot. Really. I paint a lot. Painting. I have a I have a studio in my house. Where I just, like, close the door, maybe smoke a little weed if I'm <laughs> feeling crazy. If yeah. I got nothing else going on, put uh-huh. my phone away. And I love to just paint for hours. Just paint. Yeah. I'm And, awesome. like,
1: does, has weed helped your anxiety? Because I know that's a big...
0: It depends. I always make sure that if I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling depressed, I make sure not to smoke or drink. Mm. Because I don't ever want to be... Relying on it. Relying. Exactly. But if I'm just, like, chilling, hanging out, I'm bored, I want to paint, then I'll smoke. I never uh. use like a substance to bring myself down.
1: Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the people that are like judging you for only making videos when you're like high or like drunk?
0: I've gotten that for so long. I know. And I've gotten people be like, you have an issue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's it's so well, funny no though, because you can, like
1: smoke like once a month, but I upload know. the video, and people would be like, That's an issue, just cause that's all they see.
0: That's that's what people said about drinking a lot. Cause I had a phase when I first turned 21, I was like, Oh my god, I can make drunk videos. This is awesome. <laughs> and I've been waiting forever. And so I did it, like every video I did was like drunk QA, drunk makeup, anything you can imagine, <laughs> just add drinking yeah. to it. I did it. Um and people were like, You have an issue. And I was like I mean, it, it was annoying at first, but it's also, like you said, a video is 10 minutes long and I mm-hmm. upload like once every month. Mm-hmm. So it's like...
1: Like they never really know. Like you could totally not drink at all. Just that one there for the video. Exactly. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing about YouTube. Like people don't see all all the sides of you, you know? Like there's only one, so much one can see.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Did that ever like, has there ever been like a really bad portrayal of you? Like have you ever been in oh, drama? Yeah. Oh yeah! Really?
0: Um, I've I've been pretty good about not ever being in drama because I'm just not a drama person. I don't like confrontation; it freaks me out. <laughs> um, but I went on the reality house recently.
1: What's it's that? like
0: a YouTuber. It's like the real world uh-huh. on MTV. Do you know that show?
1: No. No, Kids. I think Kids. I'm old. I'm young, too young. <laughs>
0: I'm, old. <laughs> I'm old. No, um, I'm old. It's basically like you put a bunch of YouTubers in a house, and there's cameras always running, and you just let the drama unfold. Really? Is
1: that on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I've never yeah. Seen it. So I didn't. Cool. I didn't
0: come off too great in that. <laughs> um, but at that time, what nobody knew was I was going through a lot mentally, and I actually ended up leaving the show early. And they made it look like Andrea left because she was bored, because we didn't have our phones either. We were like cut off from the oh. world. Um, and I was drinking a lot in the house, and I was just, it just wasn't a good situation. So I removed myself from it, but it just came off wrong. Mm-hmm. And so.
1: People just gave you hate for it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And
0: I was like, I'm not even going to try to defend myself, because I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't owe anyone an explanation, first of all. But it was also like personal stuff that I was going through that it just, it is what it is.
1: Yeah dang that's yeah. that seems so scary being like on youtube because there's so many people watching you and like you were pretty like big on youtube right like you were like up there with like the, the OG. og yeah you were oh my gosh
0: <laughs> it's so weird to think about uh-huh That
1: <sighs> yeah. like, you were like back then when no one was there now mm-hmm. like it's such a big thing
0: it's so different now uh-huh. it's crazy
1: yeah you think if if you started if you saw youtube now would you still do it I think it was just so much different back then. I don't like completely... know.
0: Yeah, because when I started it, it was like a creative outlet for me. And I was doing it for fun. And I was meeting people. And everybody wanted to, like, create with each other because it was fun. Mm-hmm. Not because they could gain followers or get something from it. Where it feels like now, everybody has ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. It like, like a video
1: Tumblr back then.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If I could go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> to the
1: old YouTube. Oh, my gosh. I missed it. Uh-huh. And what's it called I, have you ever thought about just like doing like music stuff on YouTube since like you know combined I, think, two?
0: I think I'll probably upload my music videos to YouTube I've thought about like uploading covers and stuff yeah. but I'm also like so focused on original music and like busy writing and recording that kind of stuff that it's like
1: you want to like distance yourself from like the YouTube career yeah oh.
0: I took a year off to do that but yeah like I said I've been uploading here and there
1: <laughs> just for some reason I don't know why <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wow, are you gonna? What's it called? Are you, are you kind of like worried about the fact that people are gonna like pull up the like, oh, she's now she's trying to get into music, oh, like a yeah. YouTuber, like It'll her career is dead. Be a
0: thing. I've I've said even in meetings with like labels and music people, it's like I make it very clear that I wanted to take time off of YouTube so that I could be a musician and not. Hope oh, there's another YouTuber doing music, mm-hmm. and it doesn't help that some of these YouTubers who shall not be named are making music as a joke and it goes like number one on the charts and people are like great so that's how we're looking at youtubers yeah sometimes i'm like god i don't even want to be known as a youtuber <laughs> anymore embarrassing
1: me yeah <laughs> I mean, it must be hard though but like you really gotta i mean i guess filthy frank did it you know and joji he like was one of the successful youtubers i mean Troy
0: of oh like,
1: that's true he gang. was did you ever collaborate with him
0: uh on youtube yeah I didn't collab on YouTube, but I went on tour with him and his family a few times. Like really? through Australia.
1: Wow. So that was cool. Oh my god, the YouTuber tour. I know.
0: Did <laughs> the you
1: OGs. Tour? <laughs> oh my God.
0: Yeah, those were the days.
1: Choice Savant, Tyler Oakley, That's Literally, that
0: was the lineup. <laughs> that was the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> that and O2L.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. How was the tours? How were the tours back then? I've always wondered. The Were they fun or were they? They were like...
0: fun, but it was like It was work Mm -hmm. like we did thousand people meet and greets where it would be like four hours of nonstop. And what what people don't realize in meet and greets is like we're on for Mm -hmm. four hours where like they walk up, get a picture, have a nice conversation and then they're done. But we're doing that for four hours straight. So, like, if we come off a little tired or just a tiny bit over it, it's like, Andrea's a fucking bitch. Yeah. And she hates all of us and she doesn't appreciate her fans. Oh, my
1: God. There's so much pressure. Like, even, like, not comparable in any sense, but, like, we do, like... Like we one time we did like an Instagram live and it was like just an hour long because that's the limit. Yeah. And we were like, you know, we were like trying to like entertain, like you know, be energetic in ourselves. Yeah. And afterwards, we all felt drained. so drained. Like it was just like I don't want to talk. Just like Dude, I don't want to be here. Just drained is uh, the perfect
0: word. Like after mm-hmm. four hours of meetings. Yeah, I can't
1: even rem- like imagine. I remember that. everybody
0: would just be in the green room for like twenty minutes and we'd all be like, nobody fucking say a word. <laughs> yeah. we'd <be> like twenty <laughs> minutes of silence. Everybody shut up.
1: <laughs> and did you you had to do that over and over again? Oh my god. Every night. That is so tough.
0: Yeah. And
1: also there's like stage that like whatever yeah, like and Yeah, and then we go right on stuff. stage uh-huh. and do a
0: big ass show of like running around to music.
1: Wow. <laughs> but it was
0: fun. Like I am so thankful for those memories. Mm-hmm. But it was exhausting.
1: Yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine how bad that must be like in terms of like energy. That's so crazy to me. Especially, are you like very extroverted? You seem like very like...
0: It depends. Mm-hmm. Like in settings like this where it's like a few people... I feel, and also you guys are like so disarming and welcoming. So I'm like chilling. <laughs> yeah. But in in environments with a ton of people, I'm definitely like in my little shell.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. like, I guess are you like an ambivert?
0: Yeah. Okay. I like. I would much rather be at home taking a bath than at a party. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm. but that's not always I, I feel like i've become that way in the last year really like i used to be out and about partying and like wanting to meet new people all the time but i also don't drink anymore so i'm just like oh really yeah so i just like to like stay home smoke a little weed and paint i'm a grandma
1: uh-huh i i mean i guess maybe because you're growing up too that's why you're like you're like not as outgoing i guess <laughs>
0: i'm 25
1: <laughs> 25 five years till 30
0: don't say that <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> that could be so crazy how different your life could be in those five years. Like you could totally be like selling out like world I, towards... I'm
0: manifesting it.
1: Yeah, manifest the energy's working it's towards working, you. Working. It has to. <laughs> uh-huh. So why did you stop drinking?
0: Um, I noticed that when I was drinking, I had a lot more anxiety and also drink alcohol as a depressant. And so there was times like right leading up to that night where it was like my darkest depression, I was drinking a ton and it was like this cycle of like... Feeling really depressed, so I'm gonna drink so I can like chill out and then sobering up and feeling depressed from the alcohol. And it was just like this toxic cycle. And so I really wanted to like challenge myself to just stop drinking. Not to say that I'll never drink again, Mm. but for now, while I'm working on myself, I want to be clear minded and just like be in a good
1: space when you like, you know. Yeah. Wow. That's it's very interesting that like a lot of people start drinking and then they Mm -hmm. go sober, you know, like
0: Especially right now, I'm seeing so many people stop drinking because it's so easy to just overdo it during quarantine. Because
1: yeah, there's nothing else to do. Chilling
0: at home, why not? <laughs> yeah, every day you crack one open a little earlier. <laughs>
1: uh huh. Yeah. And like, oh, what about like LA culture? Because I know some people like this is not for them. How was it for you?
0: I think when I first moved here, I loved it. Like I loved going out. I was like 19 in the clubs. Yeah. Like with my <laughs> own table. Like it was ridiculous. And I had like a phase of just going out every night, but I mean, I'm 20, I'm a 25 year old lady now, and <laughs> I'm just kind of—it's just not my vibe anymore, really. Like I I like to go out to eat at like 5 p.m., get home by eight, have a bath. <laughs> 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 so it was it was my thing at one time, but uh-huh. now I'm just
1: I'm chilling out. You weren't like um very like oh everyone's fake here in L.A. You think that's true?
0: I think. There's fake people everywhere. I think the industry has more of that because people are very willing. People are willing to do not great things to get to where they want to be. Which it'll – karma. Karma will get you. Mm-hmm. But I think it you just have to surround yourself with good people. And, like, for me, I don't care who I surround myself with, what they do, what they're following is. that None of that matters to me as long as I know I can trust that person and they have my best interests at heart. Mm. But there's people that don't care about that. They would rather be seen with so-and-so because it looks good.
1: That must be so draining. I don't know how they can do it.
0: You're telling me. I yeah. just simply don't have the energy. Uh-uh. I'm like, 25. Just, I don't know how
1: you could be around them and just, like, you know, it's just – knowing it's crazy yeah i bet like and and the fact that they probably don't even have like any real friends like it would be lonely too
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so tough i had a phase where i didn't really have any friends for a second and so i was surrounding myself with people that i didn't really like but it was in my head i thought it would be better to be surrounded by people i kind of liked rather than be alone it wasn't
1: Mm. it was horrible
0: and finally i was like you know what i'm just gonna spend some time alone figure out myself so that I can attract the kind of friends that I really want. And did it work? It totally worked. Wow. I have the best friends in the world now. Mm-hmm. And we all just look out for each other, encourage each other, want to see each other win. And that's just like, so it's priceless.
1: How did you guys meet each other? How did you like meet them?
0: Everybody knows everybody. I feel like just through <laughs> mutual friends. And it's kind of like when you click with someone, you just latch onto them. Uh-huh. You're my friend now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just through mutual friends. Hmm
1: interesting that's nice yeah a lot of people are very lonely in LA it's, uh-huh Uh uh-huh. and like the culture the influencer culture especially I think that's what people see honestly yep. it's just because they see a lot of influencers come here use someone and then like throw them away and then yeah. on to the next
0: especially too with all the influencers I feel like posting with each other and making it look like they're all just having their best time hanging out with this person that person but like behind closed doors I mean I can tell you everybody well I can't speak for everybody but like it's not what it looks like. Like, there's a lot, a lot of drama, a lot of like people just posing for a photo.
1: Mm, that's it. And then they go on their own ways. Oh, it's yeah. so scary. I know. Especially when you see like, you know, like little Black Mirror shows. Like, you just see them like post for a picture so happy and then like afterwards blink yep. face. It's literally no a
0: Black Mirror episode. YouTube in itself is a Black Mirror episode. <laughs>
1: yeah. Do you, do you think was like the influencer culture bad back then? Like, when you were around, was it like you think it's gotten more toxic now it's
0: definitely gotten more toxic now especially because people are just getting younger and younger like the Mm. TikTokers, (laughs) i swear to god watching their drama is like looking into a time machine and i'm like girl don't do it i'm telling you (laughs) (laughs) delete the tweet it's not worth it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's definitely gotten worse i mean there was i definitely had my sub tweeting days but it was never like (laughs) i was never making like entire youtube videos being like she said this and i have the receipts
1: oh my god yeah how many people do that too I know. so publicly like it just shows that they're not like actual friends because I, I just cannot imagine oh just god. outing your friend like that that's no. like just
0: and then monetizing mm. the video <laughs> Yeah,
1: this video is sponsored by. Right? Yeah. oh my god that's so funny <laughs> yeah no, i know i could not imagine that but yeah i guess that's the industry people just are willing to do what it takes to get on top yep and I don't know. I think that's just a moral dilemma, like what you're willing to do, especially in here, because it is a tough industry, yep, especially in music. Oh I my mean, God, it's yeah. tough.
0: I, I also just genuinely believe that, like, good people will make it eventually. And everybody's on their own timeline, too. And it's so easy to compare yourself like somebody that started at the same time as you and is now blowing up. But you're not mm-hmm. like it's so hard to see that and be like, well, why am I not? But everybody's on their own timeline. Everybody's on their own process. And like, that's the number one thing that you just have to trust and like remind yourself of hope it works yeah
1: yeah oh gosh, i have so many mosquito bites
0: oh what there's no mosquitoes in la
1: oh my god not in here i'm like from anaheim <sighs> so it's like mosquitoes in the Tough. park everywhere
0: oh anaheim. anaheim what a beautiful beautiful place yeah
1: well <laughs> maybe for like one vlog where disney is and then after that it's just no, i just but... always
0: think of vidcon there
1: vidcon yeah you went to vidcon right like a couple times.
0: Oh my God! All, all, of them.
1: Oh my! How was what was VidCon like?
0: A lot of drinking. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's just every YouTuber goes there. Last VidCon I went to, legitimately, the second we got there until the second we left, I was drunk. <laughs> it, was, it was too much. It's just like a
1: big party for YouTubers, and like, oh yeah, there's the fans too.
0: Yeah, and I did my meet and greet a little tipsy.
1: Oh my God! <laughs> I mean, probably makes it easier. Though. It does. It does. Uh-huh. It lets
0: your guard down a little bit. Yeah. Because I was really anxious.
1: Mm. What? Well, when was what was the last time you went?
0: It was so the last one would have been during quarantine so that we, i did a virtual meet and greet but the one before oh. that so like two years oh, ago. oh yeah
1: because the vidcon oh they still did like virtual stuff it was weird oh
0: yeah wow. it was like facetiming and then you're like okay take a screenshot <laughs>
1: that's so, i
0: was like this, that's this so weird it's it. so it. weird
1: yeah um <laughs> well i mean i guess that's about it you're like working on music now excited for that whenever it Very comes excited. out let us know definitely you Stream it on the you radio. Know. Yeah. um, Yeah. Anything else you have going on? Anything cool? I, I mean,
0: just, you know, the music. I literally every t- time someone's like, what have you been up to? I'm like, uh, quarantining.
1: Quarantining. You know, the usual.
0: Surviving. <laughs> trying my best yeah. every day.
1: I mean, it's kind of nice for music, though, no? It like, is. It is. Be yourself. I'm
0: I'm choosing to look at it as a blessing in disguise to have more time to just like perfect everything so that it's ready.
1: Yeah. Very nice. All right. Well, that's uh, it for this episode. Thank you, Andrea, for joining us. Woo!